What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the A Show. My name is Justin, and I'm with my man Meals. Yo, yo, yo! Once again, this is the 14th episode. We're nearing, we're nearing 20. We got to do a, a a special episode for the 20th. We didn't even think we were gonna get this far. I, I didn't think like we'd it. get to 10. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's amazing. Whatever. 14 weeks talking wrestling straight. Um, I'm still in love. Know, I'm still it in is love. what it is. How's the workload of two podcasts a week now? Since you have now, we have launched RNC Radio with, with Josh Pees. Yeah. How is, how is it? Do you feel what I'm feeling now? <laughs> well, I'm launching a third. There's a third coming. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's a third. I mean, just become, you know, we're new podcast network or something along those lines. But yeah, it's, it's you know what? It's like. It's work that you shouldn't be able to complain about, but it's still a bit taxing. Yeah. Well, when you're producing it all, like, I want to find someone to, to produce these shows, like, mm-hmm. just so that I can get some of the workload off. Um, but I know that for the first couple of weeks, I you got to grind. You got to do it. You have There's no one right. else that's going to do it for you. And that's just the way I feel about it. But I mean, it's... It has been a, um, a big learning experience. Uh, I, I do this. We, of course, we do the A shows on Wednesdays in case people don't know. But then I have RNC Radio on Tuesdays. So it, it ends up it's a part of my schedule now. Like, I don't do anything. I don't do anything when I get home from work anyway. So like what? What's Fair. the point? Yeah, like I'm like after that I have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then it's it's back to this, and it's all for the love. And I think that's what people, you know, I want everyone to know. Like I I do this, and I did the A show out of love, and I didn't I didn't bring back my you know I didn't bring back like Voice of the Voiceless or anything like that. I brought this back, you know, because I wanted to do something that that I loved. And I hit you up. I remember I, I remember hitting you up saying, "Let's do a wrestling podcast. Let's just do it tomorrow." You know, and we just did it, you know? I was not ready. Yeah. <laughs> we just did it. And, and that took me 15 minutes to reconsider. I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Yeah, like, because it's it's fun. And, it, and it's it, it's something that I watch every single week. It's something I want to talk about. And in a long-form uh, a long form way, I think that it's a great way for us to just recap everything. And I know that there are people who recap every single show that happens after it happens. That would kill me. That would kill you. Yeah, that would kill me. That would kill me. And I think I would, the way I would that not be happy. Yeah, like the way that we do it, like shorthand, it, it really works. And you know, we're constantly improving the show, constantly doing things that make the show better. Um, I'm getting new equipment for the show now. I'm getting new equipment to make I it sound better. I'm also looking into new equipment. So yeah, so like we're we're trying to make it a better show for you guys and, and just make it more professional and, and make it sound more professional and. and get great guests you know and you know it's it's all in the planning of it but yes there is a there's a third j5 podcast coming um and i'm supposed to be shooting that this weekend uh i can't really reveal the details yet but it is coming and we also have shows from uh cliff skywalker coming and we've we've had really good conversations about that um i from from our our homie mark my name my man mc is coming up with it with a podcast very soon with um, our boy Jeff, old newsboy, the the biggest thought of the millennium. Um, and we have Easily. we have Robbie Rabb, like all members of Brockhampton in one. <laughs> he literally is; he's the coolest guy. Fuck. Um, and then we have Robbie Rabb coming with with his own podcast. So like we we've got a slate coming. It's just you know we just want the people to be patient with us, and we also want 
there to be patience within each other just to kind of trust each other with what's going on. And if I have to hold it, you know, if I, if I have to hold it down until everyone's ready, I'll gladly do that. This is what we do. But you know what? Enough talking about our lives. Let's get to wrestling in a week. Uh, crazy, crazy week in wrestling. Um, I don't think that anyone could have uh, guessed that the last um, shit forty eight hours would end up the way that they did for a certain person. I think a lot of the no the no holds barred segment is going to deal with uh, the issue in question. I don't think there was a bigger news story, and I don't think there's anything that either of us would really want to talk about more than this right now. Or have to talk about right now but um obviously a lot of people already know what, what's going down with uh Enzo Amore and what has happened with him uh it came out or word came down on on Monday morning literally early Monday morning on Pacific time uh, probably early afternoon on the east coast um a young woman accused Enzo Amore and two of his associates of drugging and raping her um the details are graphic. Uh, she went into more specific details on TMZ, uh, which you can probably find on their website. And from that moment on Monday, the night of Raw 25, Enzo Amore was suspended. Um, so that during Raw 25, he was gone. He was he vacated this cruiserweight title, everything. Tuesday comes around. I want to say, you know, no one expected it to just be as swift as it was. Enzo Amore is let go. He is released from the company. You know, no waiting for the investigation, even though there there were there is an ongoing investigation at the, for the Phoenix police uh, that we're waiting on right now. Or everyone's waiting to see what, what's going on. But just an insane 48 hours for one Enzo Amore. They did not wish him the best in his future endeavors. This is how I know this is very serious. Um, gosh, like this whole thing. And, you know, I think. We've talked about it. I know you've talked about it on RNC Radio, and I've, and I've talked about it on my own podcast, Two Belts, um, just separately about these, you know, these rising sexual allegations, sexual misconduct that's been just in the media lately, and it sparked, you know, the Me Too movement. It sparked a lot of things, and this is a conversation we're having about, you know, just power and, 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 and you know, sexual misconduct and everything, and I think... We all wondered, you know, eventually when would it, you know, would it be, would it spill over to the WWE? And it, it, and it has in this situation that these accusations are very um, serious. Um, and I applaud WWE for taking swift action because I think, you know. Do you think they were too swift? Because I know a lot of people I, I, on Twitter think, I think they, they were, were too swift. swift. I think they, I think lately, um, especially with, I guess, how everything in the media is sort of portrayed. It, it, it happened once they found out. I think they took swift action um, because they didn't want this to linger on and, and be caught by a ton of ton more news outlets. Oh, it, it, it hit. Been. It hit TMZ. It hit Time. It hit ESPN. It hit a lot of outlets that does do not cover WWE normally because of the nature of the of the accusations and because right. of just what it is right now. You just you're, it's literally this is the the kiss of death to even right. be said that this is going on with you or to even be accused. It's the kiss of death. And and I want to clarify and actually shout out uh, reporters like um, Sean Ross Sapp and uh, Ryan Satin and a lot of people that have been reporting on this. They've been doing great. Well, specifically those two have been doing an excellent job of reporting, keeping people up to date on what's going on. Um, 
they're you know they have the full details of what was said and what's going on with the girl's testimony and how she might not be telling the truth and stuff like that and i just want to get it all out in the open here and i don't know if you feel me on this too meals like i'm i'm believe women all day all day and tomorrow i believe women all day if it is if it is comes out that she has lied you call it a spade a spade and that's what it is but I'm not taking YouTube videos. I'm not taking videos of someone's texts as I'm not taking it. I'm not taking that as innocence. And I think that people, I think that people are trying to use that to get Enzo's job back. And I think the, the deeper issue is, and let's get into this as well. This accusation, I don't think this was the only reason why they let him go yesterday. No, it, it, it couldn't have been. And, and and that's something I also want to talk about. It's just, you know, WWE for a long time now has been a public traded company. Hell, they just went to the New York Stock Exchange two days ago for Raw 25. Yeah. Um, very, you know, they've been over the past, I guess, 20 years. I mean, they've had their ups in the Attitude Era and they've had their downs since the Attitude Era left. But they're finally back in an upswing. They finally have a great trajectory. The stock is doing well. The network is doing well. Everything is doing well. I think they're handling handling themselves with a lot more professionalism as a company, much more than just like a wrestling company where like things get, you know, where concussions will go really. You just, you know, work yourself, you know, you just work another night. Like these are things that are happening or stingers, things that happen to Paige where they respond immediately like, okay, she will not compete in the Royal Rumble. Okay, you know, we have suspended people for wellness violations and all these things. And that's why I say they acted pretty swiftly and I have to applaud them for that. I think um, with Enzo Mori, I think he was on thin ice. And, you know, we, we saw the reports late last year, earlier in the middle of the year. No, late last year about him being kicked off a tour bus, um, about just, you know, him bragging and, the, you know, braggado show and everything like that and rubbing people the wrong way a lot backstage. And I guess just more so the reason for this firing, at least that's in terms of what people saying is that he did not report it to WWE officials that there was an open investigation going on, in which October, is a big no, no in October. Like in October. I, I've seen someone say, well, if I was innocent, I wouldn't say anything either and look more guilty. Like what, what's the, worse that looks, makes you look worse. Like the fact that he didn't say anything in October and he knew this was going on. The fact that um, there's a video of him freestyling on Peter Rosenberg about it. You can you can find it on Twitter. You can find it on you know you find it on YouTube. Fuck that. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's something where it's like He's you know pompous. at least it, it it will. I mean, I'm I'm sure maybe he was afraid of getting fired. I'm sure maybe he was, but at the same time, it's like you're able to tell your story. You can you can go up to W official said, hey, there's this open investigation going on about so and so forth. I just want to let you know that I'm innocent. You're able to give them your side of the story. You're able to think and maybe you work through it or maybe it's a suspension and then they sort of see what goes on from there. Maybe they do what they did in this response situation where he's suspended indefinitely mm-hmm. until, you know, the, the results of whatever trial or case or something along those lines happens. But just to not tell someone and, and being part of a company, just a sort of professionalism, it's just, gosh, man, it's it's a stupid, it's just stupid. And then you, you 
and just to get down to to like the the actual personnel that he's hanging with, and we've all seen him hanging with or taking pictures with Belly and the weekend and stuff like that. But when you look deeper into it, look at the people that this this woman is saying the I mean even just the people he's around. These are people that I'm sorry, the cruiserweight champion should not be hanging out around. Like I 100 percent agree. I mean, I think he. I think he's worried more about raising his profile outside of the ring, which is one way to get over, as opposed to working on what's going on inside of the ring. And I think that's a slap slap in the face to a lot of people, especially when you brag about it so much that, oh, you know, so many girls, so many sneakers, so many diamonds, so much Versace, Louis Vuitton, all this other stuff. And you brag about that instead of, you know, working on your craft and showing people you can be professional. That's probably one of the reasons why it was so easy to sort of fire him and not really, I mean, why he was on thin ice in the first place and why he it was just you know a matter of time it was a matter of time friends Omori I'll I'll say it I I talked about it a couple weeks ago about how he needs to find the balance and separate Enzo Mori, the gimmick from whoever he is in his real life and sort of find the balance and I think a lot of people fall a lot of people in in in, they have this sort of downturn in their career and they aren't able to pick up because they're trying to accommodate this lifestyle. They're trying to live up to this lifestyle or something along those lines. And it just doesn't work out. It never works out. If he hadn't been trying to sort of live this life, and maybe that's the life he just wants to live. But it's, he, said he's time, the, he said he's a new age flair. And I, I, yeah. I, I nigga please that very loudly. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not. It, it's, it's just, I think. Your priorities, if your priorities was even in check, if your, as Shawn Michaels said, if my head, if your head was even screwed on remotely on tight, you would have been able to figure this out and, and possibly avoid an entire situation that just happened to you. And now you've lost your job. It isn't, you know, he's 31 years old. He's still pretty young. I don't know what he can do after this, but he's lost a lot. It's, it's crazy. And I, I, again, it, People are like, well, it looks like she could be lying. And I'm like, listen, first of all, just can that shit. Like, just just stop all of that shit right now. This was deeper. This is deeper. Yeah, just even to say that. It's deeper than that for Enzo. And I feel for this woman if, you know, if this did happen. I feel for her. If it didn't happen, I'll pray for her. But at the end of the day, Enzo Amore, it was either this or it was going to be something else. And and I don't even I don't even know why people are dying on a hill for Enzo. No one's Uh-oh. no one has enjoyed his matches. No one watches Two or Five Live. No one like, like literally no one likes this guy. But now he, it's a problem. He's not a, a big enough blip on the radar where it actually sort of affects something. I mean, he was on Two or Five Live, and no offense to everyone on Two or Five Live, but it's you know the least watched show out of all the sort of weekly shows, and it and it just doesn't have that attention to it. He brought a lot of attention to it from his from being on the main roster and being a star there, but it, he's not someone. If if the company can go on after CM Punk left, after Stone Cold Steve Austin walked out, after you know all these other things, Hulk Hogan back in the nineties, we will be just fine without Endo Moray. But I don't think it's, it's it, it, I don't think it's anything to die on a hill on. Yeah, like, it's 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 he's not worth it at Trust all. Me. At all, trust he's me, he's not worth there it. There is going to be another Enzo Amore one day because you know you know who we compared him to. We compared him to the Road Dog, 
And you know, yeah. there was somebody before him, and there's going to be somebody before him. There's going to be somebody after. There's going to be somebody right. after him. And, uh, and and let's just get to the fallout of the Enzo Amore firing. Um, I mean, obviously, he is not the cruiserweight champion anymore. They addressed this on 205 Live, one of the first 205 Lives I've watched in weeks and from start to finish. Uh, oh, really? I just watched the beginning. Sorry. But uh, Daniel Bryan, because I wanted to see if there was something else that was going to happen. But um, uh, the, the, the Cedric Alexander and um, what's his Mustafa face? Mustafa Ali uh, match. Awesome. Yeah, Mustafa Ali. It was an awesome match. Um, Maybe I'll go back. They obviously they said on TV they're they're pulling they're literally pulling like the the, the Benoit thing with him here or the Hogan thing. Yeah, that's sort of what I got uh, memories of just just the night after the Benoit thing happened and Vince McMahon appearing on ECW. I remember it so vividly of him just saying you know after recent you know reports of what happened. We will not move forward with anything sort of Chris Benoit and you'll be, you know, removed from all WWE programming and all this other stuff. Yep. And uh, so they've stripped him of the title. Daniel Bryan appeared kayfabe on the show um, to say that there is going to be a new general manager or there is going to be a general manager on 205 Live and that there will be a situation. Uh, the situation with the title will be addressed at that point. 205 Live looks to be moving on. Uh, WWE looks to be moving on. I'm pretty sure this is that's it after this week. They're not bringing it up again. Um, I just just on the the immediate things. Uh, Nia Jax is out of a storyline at this point. The, I mean, probably for the best. Yeah, right now. she didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, she didn't want to do it anyway. And and that makes that storyline even creepier, to be honest. Yeah, it really does. Good. Looking back in hindsight, I'm like, damn, that's it's so bad. But yeah. it's a you know, it's even worse now that yeah, you know, they're even putting worse. him in a, in a relationship angle with Nia. And, and I mean, good on her. She dodged a bullet. I think she was a major reason why the 205 house shows did so well over the weekend that we thought were going to do awful, but they did really well. I, I think that she also proved that when big stars do come to 205 Live, it does turn, it does move the needle. So I, I don't think that we're going to get the end of that. I think they're going to continue no. to do stuff like that. I think that this is another yet yeah, another chance for 205 Live, which is a brand that has been cursed since day one to restart and, and really regrow again and, and find some new talent and, and get, I, I think this is a good thing. It's a, it's a net positive for 205 I think it's a good thing too. I think it's a, it's a solid, it's not a, a complete reboot, but it kind of is. And I, I think adding a general manager it, on one reason, on one hand, it kind of makes Kurt Angle look ineffective because the cruiserweights are on the raw roster. He forgot I, that they even like, existed. The yeah. CTE in his brain made him for made him forget about that shit. Um, so, but now that they're actually adding a general manager, they can be some semblance of order and just like logic and like why things happen for the reason why they happen. Yeah. I don't. I have no idea who will be the general manager. I, I, I think it's Rockstar Spud. I think it'll be Rockstar Spud, and I think that that's a good idea because he is a general manager that can get over in that role, but he can also wrestle, so that, that's good to have a, a balance where he, it, when the time comes, he can get into the ring and wrestle as well. Okay, I, I, I support that. I've not seen the Spud yet, but I will have to watch videos online. I, I say I would have thought that they would do an over-the-top rope thing for the title on Sunday just because there's there's a big gaping hole where that match was supposed to be at. Three rumbles, damn it. No. <laughs> that would have been yeah, dope. I love it. Three rumbles. <laughs> Kickoff show rumble. Goddamn, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I believe that we're going to get another tournament. Oh, God, another fucking tournament. And we'll, I'm, I'm fine. No, I'm not. I'm not. We've had too many tournaments. I think that you do a tournament, but you don't have Cedric in it. Because I don't. 
You know, like I don't get why you why he'll have to he's been fucked over for a mo- two months now. Like he was supposed to have this match on New Year's. Yeah. And that tournament started in the in, in the, at the top of December. Well, here's the thing. Like, even with the show, like, I think you just need... Now you bring Neville back. <laughs> <laughs> now you bring Neville fucking back. But, like, it's... it's. <sighs> well, just imagine he comes back and he gets he gets a Tommy first. Yeah. It's... Be, it's the show is weird, man. It's a weird the show, weird. but I think they're, they're, they're trying to write the ship. But you, there's one thing I can say is, is that you can't say that WWE did, is not trying with this show. They have not killed uh, they it. They definitely are. But when you lose, you know, they, they've lost first. Noam Dar is injured. Rich Swan suspended. Enzo Amore fired. Neville questionable. Like, it's tough. Just, it's tough. It's tough. It's, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, yeah, but that, that, and, and ironically, one more thing I just wanted to add on these notes. Uh, the Royal Rumble is taking place next year. Where? In Phoenix, Arizona which is the exact same place that Enzo Amore was uh, allegedly during the act. And Damn. yeah, just awkwardness all around. And I think that's another thing WWE took into, into consideration. This motherfucker did it there. So yeah. Enzo Amore, good riddance. Goodbye. I'm pretty sure a fucking shitty indie promotion is probably already calling you like crazy right now just to get you on the show. You'll have a shoot interview. I'm pretty sure that we, when it does eventually come out, we'll review it on the, on the A-Shale. But uh, in the words of, of, of Big Cass, Karma's a bitch. Karma is a bitch. He but, was right. But uh, let's get into Raw 25. And it, it sucks that we're going from a bad thing to a bad thing. Uh, you know, it's... Raw 25. All right, so I'll say this. I had no expectations for Raw 25. <laughs> How did you not? Uh, the way they pushed it. They pushed it like it was WrestleMania. I was ex- all right, so <laughs> I was excited, but I had no expectations on what like what I deserved to have happen. I was like, okay, we have Miz versus Roman Reigns, or we ha- and we have, you know, something other. There'll be matches. I saw the, I guess, there's a, there's a huge list of people who are there. And I was just like, how in the but Jesus, are we going to get all these people on the show? Yeah. And 32 people, know, 32 acts that they announced. Raw 25, I think it opened my eyes to one thing. Raw 25 opened my eyes to the fact that WWE has not created a star in over 15 years. <laughs> They're close. <laughs> literally, no, Punk was a star. CM Punk. Besides, any, they have not created a star who wants to come back. Daniel Bryan's a star. Sh- no, I, I can't. I can't call. Years. I call foul on that, Mills. I have to say, like everyone, I, everyone, everyone they brought back is older than old. They are so old. They have moved on. They have no interest in getting back in the ring. It would have been great to see a generational match. Maybe you know, gosh, maybe MVP versus you know somebody or or one of those matches, but. Literally, none of them got into the ring. And it's just, you, you look at the, the sort of stars, and you go back, you see Trish Stratus, they brought, they brought Terry, they brought, you know, um, the APA. They brought, these are all people whose best moments were during the Attitude Era of the 2000 and 2001, 1999. And we, we don't see anybody in the, in the sort of, that, that aughts era. We don't see a Carlito coming back. Dolph Ziggler didn't bother to return. Um... 
like any tag teams from those era. We we didn't see a Gene Snitsky return. Like oh, we come didn't, on, we're not we're, like, not we're not asking for those guys. I think the most glaring omission from Monday might have been uh, Randy Orton. I don't think he was on the show at all. But um, I I. I kind of agree that there there are, there are any stars, but I think there there are stars, but we're we're using different metrics to determine who those stars are right now. D Generation X is older than old. Like they were old ten years but ago listen, when but, they came back. But, but listen, Raw twenty five. No one was no one except for Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brother Love. No one got over. No, no not even the not even the cameos got over. No, that show did nobody a favor. And and I think like I, I I see your argument, but like no one was over on that show. Like literally, like that that New York crowd was dead. They fucked over the Manhattan crowd like fully, and we'll we'll get to that in a second. But it's like I think the only new people that looked good at the end of this show was Elias and Finn Balor, and that's it. They're the only people that look good. I don't think it was a show for I guess progression. Even though the Royal Rumble is Sunday, and it would have been nice if we got some huge progress, but. It was a show that said, "Hey, we got a we got a big Royal Rumble coming up. We got you know big things coming up. We got this. They're they're selling the Rumble by just the Rumble itself. So it's like we're going to sell this show. And and by all means, the show did amazing. It was the highest rated Raw, and got to be I, I three years. Remember three years. It's a it it did amazing. Um, they brought back a lot of old stars and a lot of people tuned in to see it. My friends on the timeline who do not watch wrestling." even on a yearly basis tuned in to watch stone cold steve austin come back tuned in to see tristratus tuned in to see dx in all their you know glory and and and, and razor ramon i don't but you know the show it's just the way it was structured and organized i just didn't get it yeah. i didn't see how we couldn't have made these legends an integral part of the current wwe product you don't have to you know, it's one night and you can do it. And I think they did it. Raw 15th anniversary, Raw 1000. I think they, they those managed were better to do shows. It with those. Raw 1000 was a way better show than this. Raw 1000. I remember that, that was, show only because it was the night Punk said, you know, stop trying to little bro me. I'm big homie now. Like, but it also had it, but it, it also was a, it also had great matches on the show also. Um, I, and the thing is, the fact that you're even talking about that moment, you're not talking about shit from this. Anything. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the Vince McMahon moment with Stone Cold was great, and I think it, it further proves that there's no better chemistry in the game, period, 20 years later, um, 25 years later, than Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. Just just a great promo itself. You could tell Vince was crying, too, by the way, when he, when he walked out. He was fucking, yeah. he was bawling uh, when he came out. I would be, too. Just a great creation that's lasted 25 years, yeah. and I've lasted 25 years to watch it all. Yeah. Like... <laughs> he was crying. I was like, I, I thought he hit the loud a little bit, but he didn't. But um, <laughs> I, I just thought that you know you you relegate the you relegate the uh, the performers and the and the legends and the returning stars to poker segments, and I, I think the really the only cool returning spot, um, the Stone Cold spot was cool. I think the Dudley the Dudley Boy spot would have been cool if you hadn't fucking announced it two weeks ago. Um, and I think the Dudley's boy spot would have been cool if it wasn't the Dudley boys. I thought you, you know what, you know what would have made it cooler if they were in the Manhattan Center when they did it. 
They did nothing yeah. there. They had an Undertaker segment, which completely fucking confused me. I don't know if he's coming back or not. I don't really like care at this point. <laughs> he came out and just like a public service announcement. <laughs> Rest in peace. I'm like, duh. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I had no clue what he was talking about there. They gave you, they they blew. They, they, can we talk about how they fucking blew Matt Hardy and and, and Bray Wyatt on TV? Oh, easily. Let's uh, let's talk about that because we we have gone through possibly eight weeks of laughing, just laughing. And, and staring well, five and laughing match. and pointing and laughing and this match it's just it happened first of all you can it happened at the less superior venue yes which, clearly which they made they made it abundantly clear that one venue was over the other and i remember when i was talking about this show i was like you're gonna probably want to be at the barclays center i don't know how they're gonna do two shows but the barclays center is by far where most of the people are at. Um, so they did it at the far less superior thing, and it what it ended what four minutes, seven minutes, something five minutes. I think five oh eight or something like that. Like it was a fucking bad match in itself. Anyway, I what what why the fuck do I want to see this again? I don't want to see this match again. We're gonna you know get what? it I again. Think Matt Hardy works well in longer doses. I think I, I'll give him enough credit to say he could have a good long match, but I don't know if he could have a good short match. Oh wow, that's interesting. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see because I know they're going to give it to us again. Yeah, e- easily three or four times. <laughs> but um, I. Well, what else did they have in the Manhattan? Well, they had the big DX Listen. spot that closed the sh- that, that almost closed the show until they ran overtime. Um, and I thought that was a cool moment. That was a, that was a great way. But like, there's a lot of these segments that would have worked better in the Manhattan Center instead yeah. of the Barclays Center. I think um, you know. And they should have done more for them, and I feel sorry for them because those tickets were not cheap. These people paid all this money, and they didn't even get to see Cena. Like, Cena didn't even come out. Like, it's it's insane. Bro, Cena can't... They're watching it on the... You paid almost half of $1,000 to watch closed captioning. Not closed captioning. Closed circuit television from the 80s. Like, it's... it kind of, I would ask for my money back. But oh, then they, they still gave me matches, so you really can't. Then they got two or five live matches out of that in between during, during they commercials. Just take two or five live there. That the would have been on. that would have been fire. That would have been fire. But then you also run the risk of having Enzo on that show. Oh my god! <laughs> but You're but so luckily, right. no, like, he, was, he, was, he was suspended already. He was suspended already. But, and um, then you had Jr. and King dozing off. Oh you, no! You had Jr. and King stinking up the joint. <laughs> for the whole night did this motherfucker say that dash wilder if that is his real name what <laughs> oh my god he did say that like I, I not only that it just seems like they don't have any clue of who the current guys are and and it's like i, I could also say like less that i can blame wwe for that but i'm like no you you i'm pretty sure you've been proof you've been briefed on what happens you have a podcast every week and you have people uh, to talk to you about it. They're detached from it's like it's they're working, they're working sort of out of context. And while they are professionals, they say good. It's hard to sort of jump back after being out so long and jump back and try to provide the same energy that you're doing on a week to week basis. So I can't really blame them because to me, everything after Jr. has been fired. In terms of Jr. announcing, it just unless it was a tournament or something, I don't think it's been really, really, you know. 
amazing. I think once he gets in it, once there's context, once there's passion, once there's a reason to be fired up about something, these were all pretty much just like legends and just exhibition matches that he was calling. It wasn't anything that sort of riled up about you get classic JR. Yeah. You know? And, and you know? I, I mean, be clear, he was awful during the May Young Classic, too. He was pretty bad there oh, yeah, as well. Yeah. He was, well he's he's yeah. bad on New Japan. He was bad on Wrestle Kingdom. I, I never thought I'd see the day when JR fell off. Well, you know, he's, he's past his prime. He doesn't have a reason to care anymore. But, uh, can we talk about the pop for Eric Bischoff? My God. Uh, uh, yet another segment that bewildered and confused me. They should have used him in the show. Thank you. Then the, instead they had, and it, it's I, I question who had to write this show. Like, the, remember last week's SmackDown when we both said like this this felt like it was written like that day. Yeah. This show, which has been promoted for almost two months, maybe this felt like it was written in a day. It felt like it was a raw that was like like a regular raw. Oh my God, it was bad. I don't know. It was just uh, you know. You have multiple general managers, former general managers, popular general managers. Well, I don't know about John Laurinaitis, but um, but then you bring out, but then you bring out Daniel you Bryan. Them on stage. <laughs> <laughs> then you bring out Daniel Bryan, who's not even on. Like, why couldn't Daniel Bryan? Never a raw GM. <laughs> he was never a raw he, GM. He was against the raw GM. He's, at the, he's it's just months ago. They bring him out. There's like, hey. And special guests. He got beat GM. up. He got beat up on Raw in October. Gosh, he did by Kane. Oh my god! Could, could we not talk about Occupy Raw? Could we not talk about the cage match with Bray Wyatt, which was the moment that that Daniel Bryan became the megastar yeah. he is? Can we not talk about any of that stuff? I think we. I think they could have gave him a fire promo, maybe something just against like. You know, I feel like sometimes you have where you like they used to do this like a couple of years ago where they bring Shawn Michaels out and they were trying to maybe get over like hell in a cell or something. And they bring Shawn Michaels out and it's like, man, this is just, you know, you got an uphill battle. Yeah, they could have done something along those lines with, you know, Daniel Bryan. Like if you really want to make it to WrestleMania, like you got to do anything possible and maybe just something in the ring or something with Cena or something along those lines, just something cool. Integrate them in the show. I don't see why Eric Bischoff couldn't have been in the show. I feel like they trotted the the general managers and the divas. They sort of trotted them on stage in this sort of fake. Don't call them divas. Don't call them divas. I'm sorry. Well, they they were divas. Legendary you know? women. The legend. They didn't. They didn't call them divas. They called them women. Oh, okay. Legendary right, women. Well, <laughs> women. Legendary women of our time. Which I. Um, which again, you had a six woman tag match that that earlier that night, and you couldn't integrate any of the women into that. No. And 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 to be fair with the women's segment, I think maybe one of them might be showing up on Sunday, so they probably didn't want to put them in the ring at that point. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't like what they did with them either. I would have been... Listen, you have... Goddamn... Damn near half the Rumble is still empty. I don't think <laughs> I it would have killed them to just be like, oh, and I'm also going to be in the Royal Rumble this Sunday. If Trish Stratus announces on Raw, I will be in the Royal Rumble this Sunday. I'm fucking tuning in to the Royal Rumble. Yeah. There's no. I'm not tuning in for the possibility of Tristratus, and then I get like ivory. Like, see, see, Mills, you dislike this show a lot more than you thought you did. This <laughs> just some stuff that didn't make any sense. I was just like, come on, are we really doing this? Like, Tristratus is in great shape. One, Tori one, Wilson, great shape. Like, 
I think I think uh, Jackie looked good. I, I think that um, what Lita wasn't there, which is which is odd. But Lita I think I'm for I sure. Feel like sometimes she just shows. She's like, no, nah, I'm not really. I'm not feeling it. I'm for sure that she's going to be there in some capacity on Sunday. I think everyone's going to be there. Um, I know one thing you did like was that Miz is now the eight time Intercontinental Champion. That's the biggest thing that happened on the show. Uh, it's pretty oh pretty good match. It went around thirteen minutes. Let's, maybe? Uh, let's talk about it because you know how we mentioned Raw one thousand. Raw one thousand is where the Miz won his first Intercontinental Championship, and now at Raw twenty five, he's winning his eighth Intercontinental Championship. And it's just it's just a feel good moment. I'm, I feel good about it. I feel good about the Miz oh, sort boy. of taking the Intercontinental Championship at nine twenty two p.m. and at ten twenty two p.m. he's at the Manhattan Center throwing it in everyone's faces. Of all the, that was not shown on TV, by the way, which is fucking preposterous. It, it would have been a great moment that they never expected. They're like, "Oh shit, we're gonna get another two. Nope, Miz, he's here. <laughs> you didn't see him coming. Like, it, it would have been a great moment. I think um, Roman Reigns and The Miz, I was hoping it would be the main event, but I guess they were saving it for Brock. But it's a, it was a good match. It was the only relatively good match of the show. This match was not, this, this show was not a match-heavy show, nor do I think with every everyone that appeared and everything that happened, it should have been. Yeah. Uh, but, because I think you may have lost more viewers by it trying to be a match-heavy show. But it was, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I did like the the match. I did like the moment with Finn and, and DX or Finn and Balor Club and DX. Like, I think they are. I really do think they are positioning Finn to do some big stuff. I, I'm not sure. I put him on my short list for the main for the Rumble, but we'll get to that in, in a few. But I, I like that segment as well. Uh, but as a whole, that this is probably one of the most disappointing shows of the of a short year that only has twenty four days in it so far. Yeah, I would say so. Um, it's just, you know a lot of appearances on Raw. I like Jericho's appearance on Raw. His brief appearance. I forgot he was on there. He like, like yeah. you you have Jericho by far the hottest wrestler out right now. And you right. put him in a fucking backstage segment with Elias, he's and that's a, he, it. Yeah, he's in the backstage as Elias is walking to the ring for his actual segment. Like, it's, it's, it was so weird. I feel like they definitely tr- made their attempt to, we've got to fit everybody in the show. You know, you have, you know, general manager Kurt Angle, and the coach comes in. And I'm just like, the coach? Really? This is what we're doing? Um, and, and Teddy Long, and, and Brother Love, and the Boogeyman. And I'm just like, okay, clearly we we have no idea what was going on with this show. And we're just trying to fit in everybody where they fit in. But I, I knew this was going to happen. Just weird. Just odd. Odd, uh, odd pairing and an odd choice. I Let's get into SmackDown, I guess. Uh, SmackDown, much better show this week. 100% much better show. Um, yeah, cool. Rebounded completely. I, I think just the match quality. I think we didn't. I think why I like this. Um, why I like this so much, this episode so much, was because I expected nothing from it. Because I thought they were just gonna, they were gonna, they were gonna dead it. It was just gonna be a lame duck episode. But we got a really, actually, really good Shinsuke Nakamura TV match. Wow, against Baron Corbin. Against Baron Corbin. Together so damn long. Yes, it's been uh, six months, and they finally got one good match out of it. I thought it was great. Uh, Randy Orton comes in with the RKO, of course, making it known there are no friends, and you know that the friendship between he and Nakamura has dissolved. Not a real heel turn, but just more of like Rumble, you know, kayfabing, where it's like, okay, every man for himself. Should they turn Randy? I feel like it's it's 
Do you care? I I, just, <laughs> I really don't. But at the same time, it's like Nakamura. He's been arcading you behind your back for months, man. Like yeah. this isn't the first time this has happened. Maybe he's just an asshole. Maybe I don't know. Well, he, he's he's a tweener. I think he's a rare tweener. That's why I wouldn't have him turn full heel because he's a tweener. Okay. Um, you also had a really good uh, Jay Uso, I believe, and uh, Chad Gable Chad match. Gable. Really good match. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to the two out of three falls match. I'm pretty sure it will fall, so to speak, in the pre-show. So make sure you guys look out for that. They have <laughs> you a, think so? I don't think so. I think that's. I think that match is pre-show bound. If if they're moving the cruiserweight, if the cruiserweight match is not there, they have to move one of those matches to the pre-show. Maybe, yeah. And they cut the U.S. title match, so it can't be that either. That's true. Um, there, there is a very gosh. gaping hole in that in there. Um, but I, I think the big storyline here is once again we're treading water with the AJ Styles, uh, Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan, uh, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn storyline. I think there is an obvious Kevin Owens injury. I think he has a back injury that he's working through. That's why uh, during the main event, which was AJ Styles in a gauntlet match between the two, that he only wrestled for one minute. I think it's super obvious that he has some type of lingering injury going on, and I'm wondering if that's going to affect the match on Sunday. I'm having no, I probably no doubt in my mind it will, and I think um, to possibly preserve himself for WrestleMania, if they have plans for WrestleMania, I think it would probably be best if he sat a, a couple of weeks out. To yeah. be honest with you, yeah, I, I could agree. see them maybe writing him off television or something. But I'm not sure a write off is necessary, or just, a, or just in a sort of. A promo only role. Yeah, you know. Yeah, have him have because there there was an injury. Uh, there was an injury angle. Well, not, I don't even know if it was an angle, but they they sh- they did an angle where AJ did hurt his his knee, and that and that was something that he actually sold yeah. into he sold into his backstage promo afterwards on on the YouTube channel, and he sold at the end of the show. I think they should go with that knee injury and have him be the mouthpiece for Sami Zayn. Um, who will wrestle in his place for stuff now. But we'll see what happens on Sunday. But I thought that the match between AJ Styles and, and Sami Zayn was the last five minutes or four minutes of that match was phenomenal. I think I think Sami Zayn is really coming to his own as a heel. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, he, he's doing pretty well. I think he's, you know, as I say, he's a great thespian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just great in-ring worker. Everything is just, just cool. Um, I'm not, you know, happy with the the umpteenth Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon segment where there's like is there a distrust maybe Who knows? <laughs> it's like I mean this is like the fourth weekend's happened where they bumped into each other backstage and it's like are you sure you want to do that and Bryan is like yep I just did it and then he's like hmm well if you're gonna do that I'm gonna do this and then that's literally how it's gone for the past six weeks so, Something's got to break know. on Sunday, and I think it's either going to be the winner of the Rumble breaking the storyline up, or um, something that happens in that match and that championship matches that's going to break it up. But please, you're killing AJ here with having him lose so much on TV. You're killing yeah. him to me. Like I think they're trying to put over the fact it's still a handicap match, which I get um, because two on one. Your odds dramatically decrease. Like you, no, really, no one should win a two-on-one match just by virtue of the stipulation where both people aren't in the ring at the same time. Is kind of how that handicaps it for the one person. Yeah. But really, it's just like 
no one should really ever win that match. So I think they wanted to use that to put over. First of all, first they had to put both guys over as contenders, which I was like, did you really have to beat AJ twice? And Thank then you. <laughs> now they're doing it in the same night. It was like, oh, two guys, one night. Can he do it? Blah. Like, just, just an odd choice. And the thing is, like, if you would have, like, after he beat Gender in November, you couldn't have, you couldn't have found a hotter face in the company than AJ Styles. He was hot even after the Brock match. But I don't think he's won anything meaningful since Clash yeah, of Champions. But then who's, who's he supposed to face that's meaningful? I'm sure we don't even know what their fast lane match is going to be. It's a, it's supposedly a five way with with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, um, AJ Styles. Shinsuke and Randy Orton, yeah, supposedly, yeah, supposedly, supposedly a five away, which I'm not excited about that either. Nah, but it could be fun. I don't know. It could be fun if K, unless K is healthy. But um, yeah, it, I speaking of of gender, as if there was any more proof that, that, that this this is over. Um, one of the Singh brothers is injured. I, oh yeah, tore his entire ACL. I watched it happen. I was like, oof. Rough. Yeah, and he walked on it last week. Last week when it happened, he tried. He tried walking on it. Yeah, um, he tried walk. He fell, and then the other Singh brother had to be like, "All right, well, I guess he's not coming." So I there, have to go get him. Is there any question that either Dolph Ziggler is going to return at the Rumble to throw out either Gender or Bobby Roode to continue that feud, or that he's going to come back uh, on SmackDown after the, the Tuesday after Rumble to spark this feud again? I, I'm I'm really dead in the water on all three characters, whether it be Gender, Bobby, or Ziggler, which is what I think yeah, they're I th- going for. You know what? I think we could use Lost Ziggler. I hope he doesn't surprise return. I think everyone's trying to call it, and maybe it's right, but I kind of hope he stays out for a little bit longer. I could I could wait until the night after WrestleMania for Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. I I don't know a night after a night after uh, Mania or two nights after Mania SmackDown's case return for for Ziggler yeah. I don't know if that's going to get a pop I don't know I think it'll get a pop I think he'll be away long enough but uh, moving from SmackDown we will we'll get into our Royal Rumble predictions Are you ready Wait wait, wait. you got to talk about the mixed match challenge baby Come on I didn't watch it Did you watch you it You didn't watch it <laughs> No of course I watched it What <laughs> and Asuka saving those rescue dogs like are you kidding me those dogs are not getting fucking rescued I'm telling you those dogs are as good as gold for at least one more round god bless (laughs) them dogs man like I heard it was a fun match I heard it was a fun match it was a very fun match um Asuka really animated um Big E and Carmella surprisingly enough I think Carmella works well as a face and just she worked as a face in NXT, and I think you know worked there. And then they changed her to heel once Nikki Bella came in, and they just didn't want to compare backwards hats or whatever. Yeah, but it's a. I think she works better. I think people will dig her more as a face, but you know, especially considering we're waiting for her to cash in this money in the bank. But also, I don't know. But it, it worked pretty well. Who, I think it was pretty fun. Who won? The Miss Oscar. <laughs> I was, I was fucking with you already. I mean, I've, I've, oh I've made it clear that Oscar's Teflon throughout this whole thing. Like, she's Teflon. But you know what? Big E and Carmella aren't out the race, and neither are Shinsuke Nakamura and Natalia because there is an opportunity for a team to be voted back into the second round. It's going to be almost as if you didn't lose the second round, which makes no fucking sense. Yep. But you know what? Here we are. <laughs> I, I'm... Um... I am very concerned, I, and I know they said that the show did over a million over the you know over the week. 
but but I mean they they use on all platforms. They stress the on all platforms thing, which I it's good. But that show didn't hit over eighty thousand last night, from what I heard, and I, I'm no, I'm did. super concerned. I'm concerned about it, but also they didn't promote it either. Like like no. they have been. So we'll see. Again, you're asking people who have just watched two hours of, of, of wrestling and three hours a night before. They know they have another three hours from Wednesday to on Saturday when TakeOver happens and then five uh-huh. hours on Sunday to watch one 20-minute segment on Facebook. Yeah. On Facebook. Listen, they, they ha- get this, bro. They had Michael Cole teaching us how to use Facebook. And... It was amazing. I, there, he taught me something I didn't know. He was like, hey, if you want to get all the emojis out of the screen, just swipe left. And I was like, thank you, Michael Cole. Um, <laughs> but next week, we've got Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss versus Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch. And I think that's going to be a match that people want to see. I think, it dep- considering how fun this tournament is, I think all four of those can have fun. And um, Oh, Braun's yeah. going to be. Braun and Sami are going to be fucking incredible together i'll, I'll watch sammy that. you know i think i think it's gonna be really really good i'll definitely watch that uh but again let's get into a rumble prediction rumble yes let's do this um yeah let, let, let's how about we get into the the people that have declared but well, how do you want to do it do you want to do the actual match first or do you want to do the undercard matches and we'll do our predictions from there Let's do the undercard. Let's okay. The undercard so the, the undercard matches we have that are announced because there are <laughs> there are two canceled matches now. Obviously, the cruiserweight uh, championship match has been canceled, and the U.S. title tournament match was pushed up um, on January 16th. So obviously, it's not happening now. Bobby Roode won that. So now we on the only things that are announced now, other than the uh, the Rumble matches, there are um, four more matches announced. Uh, the Usos versus Chad Gable and, and Shelton Benjamin for the uh, SmackDown Tag Champions. What say you, Mills? Oh, God, I'm going to go with... <laughs> I'd be surprised if the Usos win, <laughs> considering what happened a few weeks ago. What do you and mean? I feel like they're due a punishment. Oh, the... the, the, the I, 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 they've been losing. The Uso getting pulled over for a DWI. That's not cool. I, I, I think that them losing on TV clean two weeks in a row is... is uh, And they will lose a third when they lose these tag team championships. I think and they'll get them back. I think they'll get them back. not to drive while intoxicated. It was just one of them. Yeah, they're twins. <laughs> you know, God. a couple of years... Actually, a couple of years prior, the other one got busted for the exact same thing. That's how you know they're twins. <laughs> oh, so they're, they're alcoholic twins. They're alcoholic twins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, they get a little, you know, off the bubbly a little bit. But you know what? You keep it under control. Keep it under wraps, my friend. I'm not going with Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. I'm not going to bet against the, I'm not going to bet against the Usos. I did that uh, in the Hell in a Cell match. I've done that for the past couple months when they've had a title match coming up. I think they see the Usos as the uh, as the bar, so to speak, uh, ironically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I think they see them as the bar of what tag team should be and what they should aspire to be in the company as far as work rate goes. And I think that there is a lot more to the storyline to come um, after this. But uh, like two out of three falls match is a pretty definitive match. So I think that even if they do lose, it's not over because they'll obviously get their, their rematch clause. So going into WrestleMania, I think that We'll see, we'll see either one of the two teams have the belt going in anyway, but I think the Usos will win it on Sunday. The next, it would give Gable and Benjamin so much more heat if they actually won. Yeah, I agree with that too. Like I, I wouldn't be mad with either outcome because I know the match is going to be fire. 
So yeah. I'll just say that much. Uh, the next match is Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan versus The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus for the Raw Tag Team Championships. A uh, real bewildering match to me. I don't really care to see Seth Rollins against those two again. I've seen it. We've seen it for the past almost six months at this point with The Bar and Seth Rollins. I don't think there's, there's much that they can do after that. Uh, the Jason Jordan thing, however, is what gives me pause because I think that he could really put an inter- interesting uh, wrinkle on this and that I think that there will either be a twist or that there will either be a turn or something of the sort that will draw them to uh, actually lose the titles to Cesaro and Sheamus. I feel like we haven't gotten to the turn yet, or at least a bona fide hint towards the turn. Like, they haven't been in peril, and he feels like he's a weaker team member. Yeah. But, um, you know, I still I feel like this is, this is just something that should just happen on Raw and not on a pay-per-view. Um because it's happened on Raw and not a pay-per-view for so many weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to go with Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan retaining. I, I, what, what could I say here? Um, how about, how about, yes, they will retain because you got to get Cesaro and Sheamus out of the picture. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I think that you'll have something where maybe Jason Jordan tag himself in. He takes the glory and that kind of starts setting up the seeds because you know what? I think that the Balor Club are getting those titles. I think I think we're going to have tag team champion versus tag team champion at WrestleMania. Oh lord, no. That's what I think. Just That's the idea, just the idea of Seth going from Triple H last year to Jason Jordan <laughs> this year. It, 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 it also <laughs> does not sit well with me. Yeah. Um, considering we have Kurt Angle right there, and I'm sure Kurt Angle is doing wind sprints and wondering what he's going to do for WrestleMania. But, yeah. He's not getting Hunter. He's not getting Hunter. We know that for sure. No. I I don't know if there will be tag team champions when that happens, but I do believe that the Balor Club is getting that win back in some way, shape, or form. And Mm. I think that they're going to get... I think that... uh, I could see that. Anderson and Gallows are going to get those titles, and I think Finn might get the IC title coming up, coming out of it. I could see that. I could see that. Um, the next match is AJ Styles. And we just we just spoke about this, but uh, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn handicap match for the WWE Championship. Listen, I think it'll be a great match. I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of overbooking in this match because it happened last month. Well, theatrics, you mean? Yes, oh, way way too much. I I, um, I don't know. I I think AJ is going to retain. I, I don't I don't think there's nothing. AJ that, Styles is going to retain. Yeah, I don't think there's anything in my in my mind that will have him lose that belt. I, I do believe that if you if you do have him lose it, it makes the the Shane and and Brian thing a lot more interesting. Oh yeah, Way but more interesting. You also have AJ Styles lose for a, a complete a, an entire month to these two guys, which is ridiculous to me. Never bet against AJ Styles. That's true. I'm not going to bet against him here. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. We all, we were, but we're all on AJ Styles. So so everyone. We're going to be so shocked when Sami Zayn's WWE champion. Oh my god. <laughs> I think like, it would well, be we cool. Never saw it coming. I think it would be on cool. Him for months. But uh, but I I don't know if Road Dog will get Vince's uh, go ahead to do that. So I don't no. think that's going to happen. No. We're not going to see a scarring WWE champion. Like no, we're, that's not what we're going to see. Yeah. Um. The next match is Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. <laughs> 
versus Kane. Look, listen, Brock Lesnar. Do we have to say anything else? No, I think Braun will make the match lit <laughs> because it's fucking Braun Strowman. Um, just one of the more underrated workers of our time, I guess. The unicorn of the WWE. But yeah, I've noticed Brock Lesnar easily. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. I I don't think anyone gives two shits about this feud or this match. How long? Let's do, let's do over under on how long this match will last. Nine minutes and ten seconds. I'm gonna go with. You know, what? I'm gonna go with thirteen minutes. All right, here we go. Nine minutes and ten. Yeah. All right, uh, and let's get to the actual Rumble matches. Let's start off with the women's Rumble match, and I'll just go ahead and name off who is already in the match. So let's get, do it. get ready for the roll call. Uh, first up is Naomi, Asuka, Ruby Riot, Natalia, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Tamina, Lana, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Alicia Fox, and Dana Brooke. That is only 18 participants in a 30-person <laughs> Royal Rumble. Well, it was 19, but Paige uh, is out. This is true. Because we of, only have 19. Well, we have 21 women on the roster. Yeah, two, of them are champions. two of them are champions. One of them will not be in it for undisclosed reasons. Yeah. Um, dubious reasons, if you will. If dubious you reasons. You know, you know, that's a little foreshadowing. <laughs> um, so we have 18. <clears throat> so the, the question is, who are the other 12 that are going to occupy this match? Yeah. Will WWE find 12 working women? This is the most interesting match of the show to me, far bar none, but more than the men's rumble to me. Because it's the first time it's happening. Yeah, it's the first time. I want to see the the who they're gonna who they're going to bring out, and I also want to see who they're gonna go with to win the first one. Like if Charlotte was in this match, I don't give she a fuck. I, I thank you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you told me. It could have been motherfucking the fabulous Moolah in that bitch. <laughs> Charlotte was going to win that match. Charlotte was going over. Yeah. I'm 100% sure. Um, but now it makes, it, a, yeah. it makes it interesting because I would love to say, and my prediction will stand, that it will be Asuka that walks out of that as the winner. But I could also say that it could be somebody else. Like, I think it's either Oscar or Becky Lynch. But I think it's, that's my two. That's my two as well. I think it's just stupid to have Oscar in the match if you're going to have her like unless you're going to fuck her over to do that. I think we get Oscar. I, I think it's Oscar. It has to be Oscar. It can't be anybody else. Yeah, it can't I, be Becky Lynch. I mean, unless <sighs> Becky and know. Charlotte is a dope fucking feel. like here's the thing like. Everyone's saying Ronda's going to show up at the Rumble. Uh, she's not. I don't think she's going to show. Uh, she'll be in the crowd. You think this mother? You think she, her first? They're going to blow her first thing. And, and a, lot, a lot of people might say, "Well, AJ Styles was blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that was different than a Ronda Rousey." You know, like right. this. This was a, this is a different instance or a different also, circumstance. Also, we have to talk about a little a little extra breaking news. Stephanie McMahon will be calling this match, which is uh, Angle City, right? Like, obviously, yeah. there's an angle coming out of this. If she screams, what a maneuver, I'm rolling over in my grave. Like As I watch, I'm watching the 2012 Royal Rumble as we're, as we're doing this review. The Miz was number one. How long did he last? That's, it had to be. Don't say an hour. Don't say a fucking hour. The Miz was number one? It's so crazy. Looking, going an hour. I love the Miz. That, that dude is not going. An it's hour. so crazy to look at his evolution throughout all of these rumbles when he had the stupid mohawk and now he has the stupid leather jacket and now where he is right now. 
Alright, it's a, it's a little thing called fashion, okay? Alright, All right. cool, cool. But anyway, back to the women's rumble, right? The women's rumble. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Ronda's coming out or or at least is going to be a guest there. Nor I think we're gonna get a lot of NXT. I for sure think that the, the fabulous or the iconic duo are, are are showing up. I think they're going to the main roster uh, next week. I could see the iconic duo. We haven't seen much of them on NXT. They're 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 I gone. Could- they're gone. They're gone. I think they're, they're gone. gone. I think they're gone. Like this is the way NXT always does it. If it's not like a big major marquee act, they're like it's the same way they did with Liv and and um and Ruby and all of those people. Like they'll slowly write them out and then they'll just they'll just be gone from NXT and they'll probably do like one more match at the taping. Okay, I, I think we could see that. We could see you know who do you think from NXT? I think uh and not Ember. You don't waste Ember. Don't don't waste Shayna. Don't waste Kyrie Sane. That's all I ask. You, you can have anyone I, else. I could see Nikki Cross for sure. You can do her. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, oh, wow. All right, I'm you not can... gonna tell you how long Miz lasted in your Rumble, but um, uh, Alex but... Riley just showed up. So that's that's let, literally letting you know what was what was popping in 2012, but. <laughs> <laughs> was popping oh my god um let's see and then legends i'm hearing molly holly that's cool it's, uh I'm, serena deeb would be cool i'm hearing serena deeb people will also be like huh um, she, unless she's bald they don't know who the fuck she is yeah pretty much um gosh who do i think we were talking about you know possibly medusa that'd be cool can she still I think go? She's injured. Is she? No, she's not. Is she? No, she's not injured, bro. Come on, man. She's not injured. I think Trish um, Stratus for sure. I think Trish Stratus is going to be in the East Coast for uh, for the whole week with them this week. Or maybe Lita. Is Lita's neck injury still like? Is that still her thing? Like it, Lita's neck injury is still a thing, but she's still like um she's she's been active in the ring. She hasn't been super active. Like I could see her in a Royal Rumble, but I also wouldn't know how she would eliminate herself. Yeah, she yeah, she's not moonsaulting or anything, bro. Like that's but she she has moonsaulted since her neck. She's moonsaulted since she's retired. She she's done it. Yeah, um, yeah. she did it. at, I think Raw's fifteenth anniversary, but um, or maybe it was Raw one thousand. I don't remember. It was one of those shows. But oh gosh, you know what? I think having. I think we're counting on too much having Tristratus and Lita in the same one. Yeah, I think they got to save some people. They got to save some people for next year, and I, I completely agree I, with you. Maybe, maybe Nikki Bella or the or Brie Bella. That'd be cool. We didn't mention them during Raw twenty five, but they were there also. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's cool. And and again, it, it, it's completely up in the air. I think that out of out of the Raw, you know, if Oscar doesn't win this. It's because they're going to give her the belt on Raw or something like that, or at a pay per view. I I absolutely believe, and I'm I'm confident in Oscar getting that belt before WrestleMania. I think that's going to happen. I think it's possible as well. I um, I, th- I think it's going, and I I we might see Nia Jax um, in Oscar at Mania. I think that's a better match than. Um, a lot of people are thinking it could be but i think it's time for alexa to drop that belt but and and then if you have becky come out of it obviously you get becky and charlotte which they have history there and i think would be a really cool storyline with becky turning heel and not charlotte i'm looking at this i'm looking at this match it doesn't have too much star power just from the original announcees i, I could see a, a face-off maybe becky lynch and sasha banks 
or but it's not something where you're like clamoring. It's like oh god, the SmackDown girls versus the Raw girls. Like, it, well, you do you could re- do Naomi Sasha Team Bad. Um, you could do Oscar Nia Jax. Obviously, there could be the Riot Squad doing their thing. Riot Squad versus Absolution, which would be kind of like handicapped a little bit. Oh, it's a bad word to say, even though I whatever. Ooh. But <laughs> but it, I mean, you, you obviously you have the Absolution and Riot Squad face off happening and and. All, you know all types of things like that or if there's well, a legend how it goes. i hope the crowd is hot if the crowd is hot i think it'll make the match better yeah and then you have oscar's beat all these women so i think anything like oscar bailey face off would be dope oscar sasha face off would be dope uh, you know all these all these ladies would be would be really cool but, but have, i think it, it, this match is heavily dependent on who the surprise entrants are because if wwe flops it we, we it will not be a memorable or a match people want to talk about the next day yeah um, going into the men's Royal Rumble, the participants so far are Elias, Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, John Cena, Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Rusev, Aiden English, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, The Miz, Ty Dillinger, Big E, or the, the whole New Day, they declared on Tuesday. Uh, interesting match. Uh, there is star power in this match, I will say that. There is, there, there is, there is, there is. It is star studded. There is. is. Well, we're not getting another. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. We're not getting another Goldberg and Undertaker stare down ever again. So I think that's <laughs> that's out of the question. I'm wondering what's their strategy in keeping most of the entrants just like they, unknown. They don't know. That's my thing. Like they literally, I think Jericho for sure. Mm, I think Jericho, yeah, Jericho will foam at the mouth of being at the Royal Rumble and Wrestle Kingdom in the same month. Yeah, I think Jericho for sure will will show up. I and I let's be clear here, like motherfuckers are saying why would jericho ever come back to wwe why the fuck wouldn't he why wouldn't he what are you, are you insane like that why? do you not know how like money and <laughs> yeah like he's the same dude that asked vince permission you know to even do the wrestle kingdom match so like why wouldn't and he come back? said he didn't because i think he's a liar i Perf- think professional liar <laughs> Professional a professional man. liar. I think he fake books Fosse shows all the times to throw people off of his trail <laughs> when he wants to return. He's like, oh, no, Fozzie's having a show in, in, in Memphis. I'm like, who's booking Fozzie? No offense. <laughs> no fucking body, bro. As Justin Gabriel runs out. Wow. Remember Justin Gabriel, the Darewolf? Wow. Justin Gabriel, man. Crazy. God. But um, I, I think it's... There's obviously a short list here, and Roman hasn't declared, but I think it's a, it's pretty much a given that he will declare, if not tomorrow, then on Sunday he'll be in that match. A little cell phone video yeah. of Roman Reigns. <laughs> I think Roman Reigns has a flip phone. That motherfucker can't do that. <laughs> Roman Reigns has a Roman flip phone. Roman Reigns, T9 and shit, he's, right? He's, he's texting t- in a T9. He's tweeting from Twitter for Razor, my nigga. Like, he is not, <laughs> do- he's not tweeting from an iPhone. Uh, I oh, th- my God. I, just, just go ahead and, 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 and put Roman in this match because I think that that's pretty much – and I think you put the rest of the Balor Club in the match too. I think you put yeah. Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows in there. That gives you a 20, that gives you 20 right there. You throw in, do you throw in a Braun Strowman? Do you throw in I, a I Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn? I don't think either of those. Here's the thing. I think Sami might. I don't think Kevin might do it. I think that there's something that's going to happen to Braun that keeps him out of that match 100%. Because mm. Braun would take all of the, the guesswork out of the match. I think I think that Braun's going to get fucked up in that match or something's going to come out. And actually, I was listening to the uh, John Pollock 
um, Wade Ting podcast, he believes that he or he would like to see like Hunter come out and fuck Braun over and then cause him to not make the match. And I think that's a great idea, too. I think that's, you know, I don't think that's I don't think that will happen. But I think eventually we are pointing towards Triple H versus Braun Strowman. Yeah. I don't think Braun uh, will be in it for some strange reason. They, 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 but remember, they, they decide whether they want to do that in and out, whether they, you know, whether they want to have the person do two matches in a night or whether they don't. I think you also have to, I actually you know what, the more I think about it, you could fill this up right now. Jinder Mahal for sure is going to be in it. Uh-huh. Bobby Roo is for sure going to be in it. Baron Corbin, you know, like they're all these people who well, I already said Baron Corbin, but like all these people are going to be Ty Dillinger. Like all these people are going to, they're, they're all going to be in it. They're, Jinder's going to be in this fucking match. Yeah, I think they're just trying to figure out, like, all right, who's answering our calls? Who is able enough to get in a ring and be a surprise entrant? <laughs> or is Rob Van Dam picking up the phone? Oh, Lord. Um, he, only, he only comes <laughs> back for Royal Rumbles. I've been watching so many Royal Rumbles. He's come back at, like, three. <laughs> <laughs> He's He's like, oh, is it? And then people speculating, oh, is Rob Van Dam pitching a return? He was like, no. No, nah, I can't do it this year. I got a divorce, baby. For the check. Alimony Brazy. <laughs> Listen, a good a good Santino Morella appearance. I'll, no, I'll, I'll I, is there any surprises left on the men's side that we like NXT? Could some of NXT realistically come down? Like, would Velveteen Dream? Sullivan. Velveteen Dream would be would pop no. the whole crowd. Velveteen would pop the so. crowd. He would, but I don't think it would be. I think Vince Vince loves bringing you know. I think he would bring a Lars Sullivan. He's like, my God, damn it! <laughs> Get him on the main roster. Thank I need him you. in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I mean, just look at him. God damn it. I That's my... Lars Sullivan would be dope. Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan doing cool things. He would... Listen, do we want to preview NXT Philadelphia? Holy shit. I forgot there was a takeover. Yeah, listen, we, can, we all forget, baby. It's we can NXT do, night. I'm we about can to do go that after. watch it soon. We can do that after. We can do that after. Um, so who do you think is going to win? I think, obviously, on a short list, you would have... You'd obviously have Finn Balor, you'd have John Cena, you'd have Shinsuke Nakamura. Those are the three favorites that, that Vegas is betting on right now. Um, out of the three... What about Daniel Bryan? My God. <laughs> oh my, okay, he's like fourth or fifth now, I think. I think it's going... I think it's actually getting lower for him as far as odds go. As the day comes, I'm like, I'm like, as if there was a question. Yeah, no, like, I think it was, as if there was a question that that was going to happen. I think Shinsuke Nakamura is going to... He's he's the only person that makes sense. And I think you make, him, you make him hot by having him throw out a Finn Balor, having him eliminate John Cena, and having him eliminate um, Roman Reigns to win. I think we're going to go with... All right, so I'm choosing Roman Reigns. But considering Roman Reigns isn't on this, I'm going to say John Cena. Okay. Third time in a row. Not third time in a row, but third time. I say John Cena wins it. Um, he's booked for plenty of Raws moving forward. Um, I could see him winning the match and just having that what if of who is he going to challenge. Is it going to be AJ Styles and sort of rekindle that thing or Brock Lesnar? Yeah. But then it's, I don't know, it's kind of stupid. I don't know. Roman Reigns. I just, why, are we, why are we trying to get out of Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns? Well, well, we're not because he doesn't have to win the Rumble to get to, to, get to Brock. They have Elimination Chamber next month. Oh, that's true. You don't have like like Roman's got an out if he gets eliminated, and I'm I'm not trust me. Me saying Nakamura does not mean I'm I'm you know trying to avoid the the obvious. The obvious is is going to happen. It's going to be Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, but you have to make the SmackDown guy hot too. And I think that's John how you Cena. you 
No, John Cena. I don't think he's going for a belt. I don't think he. I don't think that he's going for a belt at all at WrestleMania. I don't know what he's doing. I think there's still a chance that Samoa Joe will be healthy enough for that match to happen, though. You know what? I really have no fucking idea. <laughs> Isn't that the best though? Like, I think it. Like, I'm gonna go with the. And the thing is, like, go with the predictable. The predictable pick. You know, like I don't see what's yeah, wrong that's with going with the. It's Roman Reigns for me. It's and, and you know what? It could. It's either Roman Reigns. It's either Shinsuke Nakamura. It's either John Cena. To me. Yeah, I think you know, and it, and it's not that it's exciting because I don't know who wins, but it, to me, it's like it could be fucking anybody. That's how I feel. It's not a hey, damn, it could be anybody. It's like I guess it could be anybody. It, it, it can't be anybody. It can be those four guys. It could be it could be Nakamura, Cena, Balor, or or or, um, or Reigns. It could be those four guys. I think Reigns. I think we get the. I think we get. Honestly, to be to keep it a hundred, I think that's our final four. If you want to keep it a hundred, you get the Roman Reigns and, and Shinsuke Nakamura showdown that we've never seen before. And I think that 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 get, that gets Shinsuke over, and that that makes Roman. He doesn't have to look bad in defeat because it's Shinsuke fucking Nakamura. I'm I'm not completely sure about that. We'll see know. we'll see what happens on Sunday. I, I obviously I wouldn't be mad either way. If it's Roman, I expected that. If it's Shinsuke, I expected that. Cena will throw me off. I feel like they don't need to go crazy this time with the men's rumble. Look at the past winners, like Randy Orton last year. They were doing way too much as far as trying to swerve us. They don't need to do that this year. Yeah. Give it to a straight. I think I don't know. I like the Randy Orton thing. I think it was. I think they were trying to tell a really, really good story, and they that blew it. got messed up really, really towards the end. But I really last year I really liked the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt, AJ Styles. Will he? Won't he? It made SmackDown very interesting because at some point you definitely did think, "Wow, it's going to be AJ Styles versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania." People legit thought that. And then Randy Orton was like, actually, no, I'm using my Royal Rumble match and I'm burning down your house. Like, it was just long thought out. It's it's probably the most thought that WWE has put in, or, or even just long term. It started in September. It ended, goddamn, in May or something. Like, it, it, it was the most thought WWE put in a storyline in a very, very, that very was, long time. That was... Listen, that was when SmackDown was good. <laughs> You're talking about an era that is long gone, my friend. SmackDown is right. not good anymore. They're not thinking Damn. that deep. You have to go with the easy pick there. I think Cena does is booked on those Raws because he's he's going against Elias on the way out. <laughs> like he's going against Elias on those Raws. Maybe, probably. All yeah, right. that's why you can't that. say him. Yeah, that's why you can't. But yeah, okay, that was the Men's Rumble, NXT uh, Takeover Philadelphia. Listen, NXT's been one of my favorites, or has been my favorite, or one of my favorite shows on TV and for the past two months. I, without a doubt, have the most faith in TakeOver. The only reason I even forgot this shit was happening uh, was literally because I, I don't even think that it's going to be a bad show. There's no way it can be a bad show. I love the card already. But let's go through the card. Um, it was just announced by Triple H at a, uh, on, the, the, on a phone conference uh, about an hour ago that we are getting Cassius Ono versus the Velveteen Dream. Um, obviously, this... It was just announced now, but you want to get Velveteen Dream on the on on the show. He was injured. He's been injured for the past three months, yeah. um, and he's going against Cassius Ono. I think it'll be a great match, but I think that Cassius Ono is a is a is a um, 
a person on the show that he beats the guys that he's supposed to beat, and when it comes to the guys where, that, that are above him, he doesn't win. So I think the Velveteen's going to win that match. I think it'll be good development for Velveteen Dream. Just another strong worker he's in the ring with and put on another amazing match and sort of build the equity of Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I see him getting the title this year, for sure. Um, the next- are we, are, just because I know I'm, I'm, we're looking at the same card. Are, I know there was something between Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan. But I don't know if it's amounted to a match. It hasn't because it hasn't been announced. And I was saying, I was thinking the same thing. I thought it would have happened already. It has not. And I'm wondering if they're saving that for tapings because Roger Strong's called him out too. Mm, okay. Well, you know what? Let, let's. But we usually get five. Let, we usually get five, five a takeover anyway. So that, okay. would, that would be the five, right? Yeah. Anything else would be longer than the two-hour limit. But the next match is the Undisputed Era of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus the Authors of Pain for the tag team, the NXT Tag Team Championships. I think it's a foregone conclusion that the Authors of Pain are out of there. I think that you have the uh, Undisputed Era beat them in order to not only write them off, but to give them a, a big quality win to go into the next phase, which I believe will be TM61. I think Adam Cole will be instrumental in the Authors of Pain losing this match because... I don't think they they don't really lose clean too often. Yeah. Um, and I think just you know, to me, I'm I'm looking at this match. I'm just like, woof. They they both. I think the Philly crowd will be hot for them, but these are Bobby Fish and um, Kyle O'Reilly haven't been fully established. The authors of pain aren't known. This they're, is a smart crowd. This is a smart ring, crowd, by the way. Not. This is a smart crowd, so they know who Fish and O'Reilly are. So I don't think that even matters. I don't. I just don't know if the match will have the same energy as. But it's it could, takeover. It could be a hard hitting match. It's takeover. What do you mean? It's gonna be. It's gonna be hot. Eh. I'm, I'm not. I'm not completely sold on the Authors of Pain versus the Undisputed Era. That's why it's gonna be a hot match. I think that the Authors of Pain have built up an equity. You know, as you say, like with this crowd already, I think it'll be a great match. They've, I, I think all of Japan are one of the most underrated tag teams in the company in general and period. Just from working with guys like Gargano and Ciampa and the Revival, they've learned how to pace matches out better. Even the matches they had against Sanity, they, they were paced better and they were, they, they were paced excellently. Even the match they had against the Street Profits, which are guys that are technically lower than them was a pretty good match and it was a pretty watchable match. I think with ring generals like O'Reilly, O'Reilly and Fish, who are two excellent guys who are literally the best tag team in the world to me, I think they can they can drag this match to at least four stars. I think it'll be a great okay. match. But I do think that the, the, the Undisputed Era will be riding them off. Alters of Pain have been there far too long. <laughs> it's time for them to go. Uh, and, and that's what's going to happen. The next match is the NXT Women's Championship match. This is going to be the most interesting one, and I, and I think the next two matches will be interesting. Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. This storyline kind of started off from Shayna Baszler bullying the women's division. She basically baited Ember, Ember Moon into putting her her title up just to get revenge on her, and it's led to this match, which will be Ember Moon's first defense of the women's title. Or actually, no, second or third. I think it was second because she went against Sonya Deville, but her first uh, defense at an NXT TakeOver or, takeover event what do you think is going to happen meals i think it will be her last defense at <laughs> um shana baszler i don't even see this match going long i see shana baszler blindsiding her putting on that chokehold getting her out of there immediately um i liked how they booked shana baszler just just now but um 
I don't know if she if they're in the spot where they do this long form thing. I think if Shayna Baszler takes her by surprise, it it it, it adds an element of surprise to the show, um, unpredictability. I think it's a I think and I don't know if Shayna Baszler is developed to the point. I don't think the feud is developed to the point where they want to have these long back and forth four star matches. But if you say it's I not developed she, enough, then why would you give her the belt now? Oh, because I think she can hold the belt. Like, I think she's a, a champion who can definitely, she's someone who can hold the belt. She doesn't need to have these long matches to do that. I think people are looking for the chokehold. I think she's an asshole, too, which is another, which NXT hasn't fully had as a champion in a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, Asuka was a bit of a jerk sometimes, but she was roughly beloved. But you have the Shayna Baszler who can sort of crush Ember Moon's dreams instantly. Um, I'm going with Shayna Baszler, yeah. It's interesting. I love Shayna Baszler. I think she's a great heel. I think she's a heel. Like you said, this is the first NXT heel that, that is actually a heel. Um, it's actually a dope heel since Sasha, honestly. Yeah. Um, I I am not sold on her winning. You got Ronda coming in soon, bro. Come on. Nah. Nah, man. I... I'm not sold on Shayna winning. I'm so I I'm with this match going to either a no contest or ending in some fucked up and fucked up fashion. Mm, I could see that. Um, Kyrie Sane is cleared, so she's not injured anymore. I think that's the why they wrote her off the other week with the Shayna Baszler attack. She is cleared. Something might happen with her. Mm-hmm. I think this ends up being a three way or a multi woman match, or at least at the very least, Ember and Kyrie and um in New Orleans. So we'll. I just don't see Shayna getting the belt this early. I think it's going to be a really competitive match. I think it's going to be a long match. And I also think that it's going to go to a no contest where either there's a stoppage or there is something that happens where she doesn't exactly get the belt, but she does get a moral victory. And I'm talking about Shayna there. I could see for some reason if it, if it goes long and Bermoon goes for the the eclipse and then just that choke hold and it's a wrap. It's all, it's all that she wrote. And, and again, um, like I've been saying all, the, all this, this whole episode, I wouldn't be mad at it. I just don't. I think if you want to have this feud continue, you don't. You you have it not inconclusively like that. I don't think you beat Ember like that, when she's been trying to get this belt for like two years. I, that's probably the way. That's probably not the way NXT does things. But then again, they did it with Sami Zayn. I don't know. I I could, I could go with Shayna being the champion, and then just the division sort of being like just uh, just north now sort of just forming around that yeah in terms of contenders for the championship and and new faces and everyone coming in and things like that just developing these new stars to sort of get that and they have a lot of talent they have a lot of talent who could and essentially just you know have these great matches with Shayna baszler going forward they they have they signed a lot of new talent they have um candace LeRae, which has a, she has a built-in storyline she, she was a, choked the hell out of by Shayna baszler yeah. she could be coming for revenge yeah who knows? that's a built-in storyline there and i absolutely agree with you um so we'll have to see what happens that's that's the first most interesting match Actually, no, the last three matches will be interesting on that show. The next matches will be Alistair Black and Adam Cole in an Extreme Rules match. Of course, this started um, after Alistair beat Adam Cole in the NXT title tournament, and then mm-hmm. it extended into the four-way match that Alistair had when Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era came out, whipped his ass, and caused Alistair to basically suffer his first loss to uh, Johnny Gargano. 
and it basically made the the impetus of this match to start an extreme rules match i think it's going to be fucking crazy i think it's awesome that they give adam cole these really like great matches that a shit heel like him would excel in like war games where he could have weapons and then an extreme rules match where he can cheat a lot and i think that's going to really help this match out um a, a great bit as far as the winner I think the only way you can have this feud continue is if you have Adam Cole win and then have Alistair win in a one-on-one match in New Orleans. I think, um, you know, I think it's going to be a fun match. And I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be brutal. I think Adam Cole wins um, just with, you know, the undisputed era. I think we go by the numbers and they prove their dominance that way. Yeah. I think we get, yeah, I think we get Adam Cole winning. And the, and the thing is, a, a loss to Alistair is, will not hurt him because he is absolutely over. He's still a he's still a threat. He has, I mean, he was under, he was undefeated for almost half a year. And I think that again, he gets his win back from Alistair from the other that other match, and then it allows them to have the rubber match either on a taping or in New Orleans. Even though I think that it's going to be Black or or Cole and and Almas or Black and Almas in New Orleans leading to Cole winning the title pretty soon or, or within the next couple of months. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great match. I, and I'm glad that you agree that you think Adam Cole is winning. I think he needs to win, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think he needs that He needs that one, that match to, to go his way in his, in his favor just to kind of build him up as like the top heel of NXT coming in after um, Almas. So we're going into the, to the main event here, and, and, I, and I think this is the most interesting match on the show to me. Uh, Andrade Cien Almas with Selena Vega versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT title. I think this match is going to be fucking incredible, without a doubt. I think so too. Their first, their their past two matches have been amazing. Giving them twenty five to thirty minutes. Watch out, New Japan, motherfucker! Like I think it's going <laughs> right. to be, I think it's going to be crazy. Just the amount of storyline that is going into this match is crazy. Just having Gargano build himself back up from losing to almost twice, from losing and going on a losing streak to coming back and winning a, a number one contendership, it's been a to me one. Of, it's like a Daniel Bryan story almost in NXT to having yeah. Ronnie Gargano be in that position, and then you have the elephant in the room, which is Tommaso Ciampa. I think that's what probably everyone is thinking. Um, and I think Triple H knows everyone is thinking that. Yeah. So he'll attempt to swerve it out that swerve it out the way, but I think we're gonna get it, you know, eventually anyway. Um, I see I see almost winning. Yes. I I see almost winning. I see um and maybe if, if Champa isn't ready to return you have Gargano continue to ch- chase the belt. But I see yeah, I just see it's, it's Andrade's time, you know. Trump is I think Trump is ready. I think he's I think he's ready to or if not ready to um be physical in the ring, I think he is nearly there. I think it's been about a year now almost. I think it's time for him to come back right now. I I think what you do is you do the t-shirt spot. Okay, you do the t-shirt spot that she did the first time, right? And then you have Gargano be like, "No, I'm not. We're not falling for that again." Then you do the then you do like what was the other spot she did in the second match? She did another spot that fucked him up. I think she it was it wasn't another t shirt, wasn't it? Was it? Was it another t shirt? I cannot remember what what the other thing Zelina did. Zelina's gonna be a, a big part in this match. But I think yeah. the last thing that hits, you have the old DIY music hit. And then you have maybe you don't have him come out. 
or maybe you have him come out and be at the at the top of the ramp, and that's how he that's how Gargano loses. And I think that's the perfect way to to end this off because I think that Gargano and Champa in New Orleans is going to go, is going to ring the fuck off. I agree. So, I 100 agree. Yeah, Takeover should be a great show, um, and I, I think that's every everything that's happened this week or is going to happen this week. As always, we're going to have the full rundown for you next week on the A Show. But before we leave, me and Mills have been watching Royal Rumbles all week, just to tell you guys what Rumble to watch to get ready for this weekend. Um, gosh, it's so many. Um. Why don't you start? I always start. I already, I already knew. I no, already sometimes knew. I start and then I don't know where I'm going and like, <laughs> what we're doing now. So I actually just start. Um, I would advise everyone to watch. To me, I'll give them two. I would advise you to watch the Royal Rumble '98, um, which featured Austin's really his coming out party. It was it was really like I know everyone says it was like '97, '98 was really the one for me. I think 98 was the one where it was like they, he put the bounty on Austin's head, motherfucker. Like he, he was basically he was basically Goku, my nigga. Like he, he fucked all the niggas up. Um, that was a great match, but it also had the excellent, and I'll go five on this one. I'll go five stars on this one. HBK Undertaker casket match. Because I don't know how the fuck Shawn Michaels, knowing what we know now about what was wrong with his back, I don't know how he did half of the shit in that match. For the next 15, 20 minutes after he hit his back on that casket. Insane. He's one of the greatest of all time. The second Matt, the second rumble is the 2006 rumble. Uh, not a stellar show on paper, but maybe the best Royal Rumble match in history. It featured uh, Rey Mysterio going for over an hour to get that Eddie, that Eddie push, man. It was an Eddie push to, yeah, to win the match. Push. Great, great fucking pay-per-view. I'm going to go with, I think, the 2002 Royal Rumble has a lot of great moments in it, and I think that's what makes it pretty great. Um, eventual winner was Triple H, but I think it just has a lot of great moments. You had a return of Goldust, Val Venus, and Mr. Perfect. You had, you know, the moment where Maven eliminates The Undertaker. You had the reunite, you know, the reunion of the Hardys. You had a great, you know, fatal like I think last four was Stone Cold Steve Austin Triple H Mr. Perfect and Kurt Angle and it was just like a really great it was a a really great match really well paced really moving forward yeah and probably another one that I would say is if you do not well actually you know what the 2016 one the one where the WWE championship was (laughs) on the line oh that was that was you know what that was actually a good one I'll watch that next that, that was a good rumble and you get to the final two with Triple H and Dean and you know it's magic and you, you see why they ended up booking that match at Roadblock like a month or a month and a half later but it was just magic it was just everything was on the line everything meant something and you know it it, it was a it was a great rumble match to be to be honest the last two years have been really good what <laughs> last year last year was really good name me one moment from last year that you thought was fire I thought the stare down between Goldberg and The Undertaker was really good. Okay, that was a good I, moment. <laughs> I, I thought I thought that's something you're never going to see happen. You saw, saw Goldberg eliminate Brock Lesnar. Braun Strowman came in. Braun Strowman was eliminated by Baron Corbin. They've not brought that up since. My God. And, and it was a good one, too. Um, yeah, Ty Dillinger come in as number 10. Um uh, 
a, a, a lot of cool moments. John Cena was in it. Um, I think he was. What was the title it. match? No, John, Cena, match John Cena was in the championship match. Yeah, well, yeah, that was the AJ match that year. That that was like one of the only great like WWE matches of, of 2017 to me. Yeah, I'll watch 2017 today and watch see. Watch 2017 too. Watch do back to back. Yeah, I think after I watched 2012, which trust me, Michael Cole is in the ring. Listen, we are spoiled, guys. <laughs> this, <laughs> these these like 2010, like early 2010s Royal Rumbles have been completely atrocious. Literally, oh like, God. how did we watch this show? How did we watch a 40-man Royal Rumble? Oh, I'm getting to that one after I watched 2017. Because the one that Alberto won, the one that Seamus won was pretty fucking bad, too. Yeah, the one that Seamus won, the one that, um, you know, the one that was a 40-man, I thought that one that Edge won was pretty bad, too. Oh, the 2010? Yeah, Awful. it was the one that, yeah. Awful. It was when he came. He it was a, that was a comeback year for him too because no one no one expected it. That was a comeback, but I think everyone it it was just so that one was just so weirdly paced. It, it, there was never more than like six people in the ring at a time. Yeah, uh, just just weird, just weird rumble. There's been a lot of weird rumbles. Uh, shit, I, I thought even ninety nine coming off ninety eight, which I thought was a perfect rumble to ninety nine, which is probably one of the worst rumbles I've ever seen. Where it's like. Long stretches of time where was one person in the ring waiting for somebody to come out. Awful shit. Yeah. And I'm really yeah. hoping that this year does it. Like we actually get to see some really cool uh, stare downs and, and showdowns um, with people. Hey, the Bludgeon Brothers weren't announced for the for the Rumble either, so they could be in it too. I don't support tag teams in the Royal Rumble. Even though you I, didn't say shit when I said the New Day was in it. I don't support them in the Royal Rumble. You gotta <laughs> have you gotta have the Balor Club New Day stare down. I think that's what they're doing this for. Mm, I could see that. You gotta have that stare down, or the. Or, I mean, if Dean was here, you'd have the shield one, like the real shield one. But I think we'll get that when he comes back. But um, that was that's been another episode of the A Show. I'm super excited about this weekend. I'm I'm very excited, even though the, the Rumble is kind of lackluster in, in its uh, push. I think the Takeover is going to be a great show, and I'm really excited to talk about it with you next week, Mills. This will be great. I think. Um, man. I just hope the Royal Rumble is good. <laughs> the Royal Rumble is kind of like Royal Rumble is kind of like pizza. Hey, the does, Royal Rumble should never Sheamus, really be bad. Doesn't Sheamus win this Rumble 2012? 2012, I believe he does. He wins one of them. I oh. know he definitely he doesn't win 2013 because I think John Cena won that, and he doesn't win 2011 because Alberto won that. So I'm pretty sure he won 2012. Oh Lord. Oh god! Well, that that's been the A show, guys. Gosh, <laughs> we will see you another guys another week. We will see you guys next week with the uh, the latest and greatest in pro wrestling from the show to watch. That's right. Oh, fuck, I always say watch. It's a show to listen, baby. Show and to listen, listen to the to. other shows on RNC Radio. Huh? Yes, including RNC Radio. Uh, we just dropped an episode today with Ty Howard, who worked with uh, Fixture Drive. He's a Chicago legend. DJ works on Shade Forty Five. He's a he's a great guy. We talk about uh, Fredo Santana and his legacy, and we also talk about Everyday Struggle and their new host. It's a great episode. I would advise anyone to watch that. You can uh, also watch or not watch. I say watch. Listen. 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 I'm always also saying listen. listen. To I'm, man. We're gonna have a video podcast one day. Listen to that. You can also listen to past episodes of The A Show on SoundCloud and iTunes. The link is in the bio, and you can also subscribe to us on iTunes. You can do all of that. But you should also subscribe to our Spotify channel as well. We're dropping nothing but fucking heat. And tomorrow we have a RNC, R&B playlist curated yes. by the crew. It's going to be dope. 
I can't wait to listen to it. It's, it's almost cuffing season, so you already know you got to get your tunes right. So as always, follow RNC Radio, follow all the guys for the latest and greatest. This has been Justin for Mills signing off for the A Show. I'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the Royal Rumble and be safe. Happy Rusev Day. <laughs>